Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by Line Star. All things fantasy football with a sprinkle of sports betting analysis. Alongside Tyler Weeman, I'm Shannon Somerville. On today's show, daily fantasy football projections for your Thursday night football game. We've got a big sleeper pick at the running back position. We'll also have your anytime touchdowns, prop bets, and game picks. This week, the Miami Dolphins undefeated head into Cincinnati to take on the defending AFC champion Bengals. Good game we've got on this slate. Who would have thought the Dolphins would be one of the last two mm-hmm. remaining unbeatens in week four? And they look good on both sides of the ball. That's, uh, hopefully Tua is playing and healthy. That uh, hit he took last week did not look fun. It looked like he had a concussion in that game against the Bills. Yes. Somehow they let him back in. He was wobbling off the field, and he did finish out that game. He's, he says he's feeling okay this week. We'll keep an eye on that injury report as uh, it gets closer to game time. Yeah, I, I think he will play. He was listed as limited on the latest practice report, so should be good there. Nonetheless, the last time the Dolphins had – an edge-of-your-seat offense, 1999. Back in 1999, you had to go to Blockbuster Video to rent your videos. The hit song was Livin' La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. Are you uh, trying to just, I'm just put a date it's to been how a, old we are? It's we been remember a while. That? I'm just <laughs> trying to illustrate how long it's been since the Miami Dolphins fan it has have been had really something to cheer about on offense for their team. However... That's is it overhyped? <laughs> that isn't from the Ace Ventura Pet Detective movie. So what do you make, given that, what do you make of this Miami offense heading into week four, some big wins under their belt most recently over the Bills? I, I think it's a very interesting team. They are good on both sides of the ball. Uh, I like them. I, the one thing I do worry about, though, is we have seen two games now where they haven't play, had a ton of plays on offense. They only ran like 40 or 42 plays on offense mm-hmm. last week. Uh, in the very first week of the season, they had a similar thing where they didn't run that many plays. The one game they play, they ran a ton of plays was their huge uh, game versus Baltimore where Tua went nuts. So I really do hope to see this offense kind of pick up the pace a little bit. Right, and the teams that they have beaten, the Ravens, the Patriots, both bottom Mm -hmm. half of the league in terms of defense. That Bills defense they faced last week was pretty banged up. Their entire secondary basically injured in that game. So has it really been a great barometer for this offense? We'll definitely get a – And that is a really good point to bring up for this slate in particular because on both sides of the ball, there's really limited options. Mm -hmm. Both teams really stick to their stars and just feed those guys the ball. So it's interesting to see if maybe Miami gets away from that a little bit more Mm -hmm. than they have been just because, you know, maybe the defense is slightly better than we've seen. On the other side, the Bengals stumbled out of the gate We saw Joe Burrow constantly getting sacks, seven sacks that first game against the Steelers. However, they did seem to find their stride last week against the Jets. We started to see that offense look like they did last season, and the defense looked great as well, putting pressure on the Jets and Joe Flacco. Very true. Uh, I will bring into question that offensive line, though. Mm -hmm. It was the Jets. (laughs) 
Sorry. Fair enough. Womp, womp. Before we get into today's Daily Fantasy projections, we do have to talk about some injuries. Now, this is all as of Wednesday afternoon. We will likely get some more updates leading up to game time. And definitely something you need to pay attention to is Tua Tagovailoa. First, though, we'll talk about the Miami defense going up against the Cincinnati offense. On the Dolphins defense, course, cornerback Byron Jones still out recovering from ankle surgery. Cornerback Xavier Howard, questionable, nursing a groin injury. Likely he will play. Safety Brandon Jones is questionable. Some kind of chest injury is what is listed. And on the Cincinnati offense, wide receiver T. Higgins, still he had that concussion week one. That's been something we've kind of been keeping an eye on, especially since he's been taking a few hits. He took a hit last yeah. week against the Jets as well. Something to keep an eye on. He uh, he was a full practice today, mm-hmm. so he should be totally fine. And the Cincinnati defense, it's going to be middle linebacker Jermaine Pratt dealing with a knee injury and DJ Reader out with a knee injury in this one. On the offensive side of the ball for the Dolphins, Tua left the game, looked like a concussion, and now dealing with back and ankle injury. In the case he doesn't go, it's Teddy Bridgewater time. Something to keep an eye on there. Old Teddy two gloves. Either way, he'll have some good weapons at wide receiver. However, wide receiver Cedric Wilson Jr. is questionable with a toe issue, and Jalen Waddle is dealing with a groin injury, questionable there as well. Teron Armstead is questionable dealing with a toe injury. I see him playing in this one. Austin Jackson on the IR with an ankle injury. And Robert Hunt, offensive guard, is questionable as well. So definitely taking note of the injuries before heading into tonight's game, especially that quarterback position is going to be an important one for us. Speaking of the quarterback position, Let's get into our daily fantasy projections for this Thursday night game between the Bengals and the Dolphins. I didn't expect this game to be as good on paper at the beginning of the year as we head into it now. It's going to be quite the could be quite the high scoring affair in this one. Looking at the quarterback situation, if you have Tua going, let's just assume that. Who are you more likely to start in daily fantasy? Uh, so I know everybody in ownership is going to be much higher on Tyreek Hill, but I would pair Tua with Waddle. Mm-hmm. That would be my preferred. Um, I do like Tua today. I think there is real nice upside against that Cincinnati uh, defense. Uh, what about Burrow on the other side of that matchup? He's got a pretty favorable matchup given mm-hmm. that the – Dolphins defense has allowed the second most passing yards this season. What intrigues you about Burrow's situation? Yeah, and now with that, I would have to bring up the fact that he faced Lamar, where Lamar went off, then he faced Josh Allen, um, where you know Allen also tore up the defense a little bit, and the Bills really should have won that game, but just made mistakes. So, anyways, uh, he is in a great spot the one thing you do have to worry about is that offensive line mm-hmm. big time i think burrow is still going to find his spots and he'll be able to succeed but there might be an extra turnover to the you know than what we're normally normally see with burrow just because of that offensive line and him rushing to get the ball out mentioned your high on Tua in this game eight touchdowns through three mm-hmm. weeks that's already 
half of what he put together last season has had he's the second most passing yards in the National Football League right now. Do you see that continuing if he does, in fact, play in this Thursday night game? Yeah, I, I think he's in a good spot. Uh, as is Burrow, I'd have Burrow, and I know Lionstar has uh, Burrow projected a little bit higher. I would do the same, but I think both are in really good spots. Uh, another note, just in case Teddy uh, Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater plays, mm -hmm. just be careful. He doesn't like to throw the ball deep, and so Tyreek Hill may not be as good of a player if Bridgewater it's a good good point to note there. At the running back position, we are looking at Joe Mixon for the Bengals and Chase Edmonds for the Dolphins in this one. When you assess those two number ones, mm -hmm. which one intrigues you more? Um, absolutely Mixon, a hundred percent. He gets pretty much all the work in that Bengals backfield, so he is definitely one the one that intrigues me most. He also has been involved in the passing game a ton, averaging almost seven targets a game. And the Dolphins actually allow the fifth most receptions to running backs through the first three weeks. And that's exactly why I brought it up. <laughs> Let's take a look now at Chase Edmonds, though, facing the Cincinnati defense that's allowed the fewest rushing yards. Would you stay away from the Miami running backs at all? So I think actually in the single game contest, contest these Miami running backs are very interesting mm -hmm. now they're pretty much splitting work it started the season as Chase Edmonds being the clear question number one but the last two weeks it's flipped to Raheem Mostert so Raheem Mostert had 55% of the snaps week two 56% in week three whereas Mostert had 51% and then 44 so Mostert seems to starting to kind of carve out a bigger role and he is the more explosive guy he mm -hmm. can make that big play happen anywhere on the field so I really do like uh, Mostert today he is a lot cheaper than uh, say Mixon and I think there's some really nice upside there I mean he carved out a path for himself at when he played for San Francisco they didn't call him the Mosterati for nothing Tyler and you know there was uh, some practices where Mostert had the highest uh, top speed on the team. So beating Tyreek Hill as far as Ooh. top speed. Mostert has some wheels. <laughs> and uh, if he can get out in the open, he can really create some plays. Speaking of wheels, let's get to these wide receivers. We've got Jamar Chase for the Bengals as the number one there, and Tyreek Hill. Mm -hmm. He's got some speed. The Cheetah's in this game. He's already issuing challenges to the opposing defenders in this one. Yeah. In the media, he talked about how he couldn't wait to go up against Eli Apple. Some bad blood, if you will, that kind of started – Last year's AFC Championship game when Tyreek Hill played for the Chiefs and Eli appled him. Apple tackled him just shy. The Chiefs weren't able to score there. The Bengals ended up coming back in that game. So there's a little heated rivalry there that Tyreek Hill is looking to renew as a member of the Dolphins. And that all being said, <laughs> let's get back to fantasy perspective. Do you like Tyreek Hill from a fantasy perspective? I, I do. And also to go along with that story, Tua actually came out and said that if he sees uh, Hill one-on-one <laughs> -on -one with Apple, he absolutely is going to get Hill a chance. So 
Does that boost his could, fantasy score in this could, one? Could be a little work there. <laughs> uh, I like Tyreek. The one thing is he's got to do it on, on long plays. He does not have a single red zone target so far this season. Not one. <laughs> so that does scare me a little bit. We do know they're coming. It's not like they're not going to throw to him right. in the red zone. But Waddle has been the preferred red zone target uh, so far. So. And to the Cincinnati defense's credit and Eli Apple's credit, they have only allowed they have allowed the third fewest fantasy points to wide receivers so far this year. Jamar Chase, looking at his fantasy outlook for this one, the Miami defense allowing the seventh most fantasy points to wide receivers. He is in a favorable position. As you mentioned though at the top of the show, a lot of those numbers that we're looking at for the first few weeks. I mean, we've seen some explosive offenses yeah. with Lamar Jackson, Josh mm-hmm. Allen. So you have to, you do have yes. to take that into account. How do you assess Jamar Chase and his outlook? And Burrow is good enough where he can put up those numbers too. But I would say that as far as on a defensive scale, mm-hmm. I don't think Miami is as bad in allowing passing yards as their numbers right now show. Uh, I think Chase is in a great spot. Higgins is in a good spot. I I think Higgins is way too cheap on this on this slate. He's he's a one B. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like Chase is the clear cut number one. You always have to go to Chase. It's Higgins is right there with him, and Higgins would be a number one on most teams in this league. And Jalen Waddle, another situation where you got yes. a one A one B. He's actually leading the team in receptions mm-hmm. and total yards and touchdowns. Yep. Even and though Tyreek Hill technically the number one. He's also leading in targets. Waddle Waddle might be the number one in mm-hmm. that on that team, with Tyreek being the one B, just the kind of more big play threat. Those guys gonna be pretty pricey though. Who are you looking at? Maybe some sleeper picks. Uh obviously Tyler Boyd is in the isn't the question both of these teams as far as the wide receiver mm-hmm. they really stick to their two or three guys three guys on the Bengals side mm-hmm. two on the dolphins but the dolphins do have a little more of a revolving door in that wr3 spot uh cedric wilson started being the number three he's been banged up he only played 12 percent of snaps last week he is limited right now in practice and Trent Sherfield is the one that kind of took a bulk of that work when uh, Cedric didn't play as much. Mm-hmm. So Sherfield had 63% of the snaps last week. So I think that is interesting. The one thing, though, is it only resulted in a single target. Mm-hmm. So two is not looking his way when he's <laughs> right. on the field. Okay. So that scares me a little bit. I think you can go to Cedric. I would expect his snap volume to go up a little bit another week removed from an injury the other thing is that uh river craycraft craycraft Mm -hmm. outside of waddle he has the second most red zone targets on the team so you would never kind of guess that it would be him he's only playing like 20 percent of snaps but he's being used in the red zone so it's something to kind of consider uh on the cincinnati side I mean, you can throw targets at a couple of their guys, but outside of Boyd, Higgins, Chase, Mm -hmm. there's nothing that really is interesting. 
How about the tight end position in this one? We've got two pretty good tight ends, Mike Isecki for the Dolphins and Hayden Hurst for the Bengals in this one. We know that Joe Burrow does like to go to his tight end every once in a while, mm-hmm. and Hayden Hurst, uh, former South Carolina Gamecock, Oh, yeah. He shows up every now and then with a big catch. The Dolphins have allowed the second most receiving yards to tight ends this season. What do you make of the tight end position for Daily Fantasy? Yeah, out of all of the pass catchers, Hayden Hurst probably has the best matchup mm-hmm. uh, in this game. I think Hurst is in a good spot. He has been playing a ton, except for last week. He took a little bit of a uh, step back as far as his playing time. But I think that'll be there, and there, there's no reason not to think that it'll be there. Uh, so I really do like Hayden, uh, Hayden Hurst. On the other side of the ball, it's a little weird. Okay, what's going on? Gasecki has maybe lost his tight end one spot. Uh, Durham has been playing a little bit more. However, both of them have a similar target share, even though Durham's on the field a little bit more. But it makes him... Kind of interesting as far as uh, punt play. So, yeah. And given the – you got to save some money somewhere, right? I, exactly. Especially on this slate. It, it's, it might be a little difficult to get weird on this slate <laughs> to get different just because it's so steadfast with, you know, the options. Bengals have four guys, five. Sorry, not the like time four. to get weird. We got to be normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get to our defenses in this one. We know the Cincinnati Bengals defense is a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Now the Miami Dolphins, they have been giving up a ton of passing yards. However, they've faced some very stiff competition in those mm-hmm. offenses. Ravens, Bills, the best offenses yep. that you'll see in the National Football League. That being said, which are you inclined to put in your daily fantasy lineup? Of the two defenses, I definitely like the Dolphins more that Offensive line for the Bengals really is really, really bad. Uh, there's going to be some sacks, which gives you a nice floor. And also, the more pressure you get on uh, Burrow, mm-hmm. the higher likelihood of, you know, say a pick six or just turnovers right. in general. So, I would lean to the Dolphins. They are a little bit more expensive. So, hopefully, they're a little less owned. But, uh, you know, who knows? All right. That's a look at your daily fantasy forecast for this Thursday night football game. Make sure to double check all of the injury reports and also all of that information that we talked about is available on the LineStar app. LineStarapp.com. Lock in your subscription, $29.99 per month. It'll give you all of the stats in one place that you need to dominate in daily fantasy. We've got our lineup optimizer and also the props edge tool that we've been using to place our prop bets you don't want to miss out on that linestarapp.com link to that is below and if you're watching us on youtube right now thanks for watching be sure to like this video if you're enjoying our content make sure to subscribe to our channel and sign up for notifications so that you know when we're coming out with some new videos let's get into our touchdown calls of the game anytime touchdown tyler where are you headed i'm going to Jalen waddle i talked a lot about I talked about him a lot on uh, this show. He has the most red zone targets, and he's in the highest rated um, for the daily matchup tool at wide receiver. So I think Waddle's going to punch one in. And if he does, that means you have to do his celebration dance of the, the little Waddle. The Waddle? I like the Waddle. That's a good one. That's a That's good what celebration. what you can do, I feel like. I can do that one. <laughs> 
I am going Jamar Chase in this one. I like the fact that the Dolphins are giving up the second most passing yards in the NFL right now. He had a touchdown even against Sauce Gardner for the Jets, mm-hmm. who he got a wide-open touchdown on a little mismatch on the defense there. He's had a touchdown in two of the three games this season. I think they're going to try to get him a little bit more involved, and I think he's going to head into the end zone. So then you got to do the gritty if he gets in. Do right? I? I can do the gritty. <laughs> you guys don't know my dance skills. Oh, boy. You might get hurt again. I watch a lot of TikTok. Watch out. <laughs> you might get hurt again. <laughs> now it is time for our prop bets of the game tyler where are you headed for your prop bet so i talked about uh joe mixon and his receiving a little bit and we're going to that for the prop bet we're going joe mixon over Mm 18.5 receiving yards at minus 115 mixon's hit this in seven of his last 10 games he's averaging almost seven targets per game this year and Miami is giving up 51 yards receiving uh, to opposing running backs so far. So let's hit the over. We're going Joe yeah, Mixon. I like that one with the running back receiving yards on Mixon. Yep. All over that. I'm all over Joe Burrow. Over 268.5 passing yards in this one. This is minus 114. He's hit this in two of the last three. And last season, he's hit this in seven of the nine home games where he actually has an 8% higher completion percentage than he does on the road. So he plays much better in front of that home crowd. And when you look at the quarterbacks that have faced the Dolphins, Lamar Jackson, 318, Allen, 400, and that was a loss for him. Mac Jones had 213, and he's not nearly as prolific as the other guys we talked about or Joe Burrow. So I think Joe Burrow hits that over there. The Dolphins allowing the second most passing yards. This season so far, I think he gets that over. Uh, there is some nice little correlation here with our plays if you want to parlay it, too. Ooh, a parlay party on this Thursday uh-huh. night game. Let's get into our game picks. Who Let's you got it. for this one? We've got the Bengals as the three-and-a-half-point home favorites. Mm-hmm. Which way are you leaning in this one? Uh, I got to go... Miami. Oh, you're going Dolphins. Going what's with the your, dog. What's your rationale in this one? Let's hear it. And I'm going to go over. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would take plus money, the money line, and the over. Here. Yeah, we're just we're just going for it. <laughs> going for it all the way. We're just all in. Uh, I just think it's a little bit more of a complete team. Like I said, I've brought it up a lot. The Bengals' offensive line really does worry me. I think this Dolphins' defense is is decent here they got some pass rushers they have some good secondary pieces i think they can get after burrow a little bit i am going with the cincinnati bengals when has tua tagovailoa struggled when he has seen pressure in 2021 he was the worst quarterback under pressure Mm -hmm. his passer rating 43.2 when he faced pressure why do i mention the pressure well the uh, pass rush of the Bengals seemed to wake up last week, specifically defensive end Trey Hendrickson, who was the highest graded edge rusher in week three. Bengals defense allowing the fourth lowest opponent QBR. Watch out to also the white Bengals are out in full force. I New like uniforms uniform. are absolute fire. You're telling they me are. the Bengals are not going to play their minds out in this game Just with those the white uniform? jerseys? Are you Just kidding me? The uniform? 
Huh. That is a game-changing The uniforms element. are really good. I like them <laughs> a lot. So I am definitely going the Bengals in right. this one. I do think the over. Over will hit. I think over, too. This is These are two pretty dynamic offenses. So. Yeah, they can make some plays, that's for sure. So are you sold on this Dolphins team as an AFC contender? They're a contender, for sure. Yeah, I I think they're dynamic enough on both sides of the ball that they can make some plays happen, make some stuff, cause some havoc. Bengals, do you think that they still have it in them, or was last year a fluke? I think they got hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they're going to go back. Who do you think wins the battle of among Tyreek Hill and Eli Apple? Ooh. Uh... Probably Hill, just because you can game script him into making plays. Yeah. So. McDaniel, I will concede, knows how to draw up the plays to the strengths of his offense. And you, you hear the new rumor of McDaniel and Shanahan, that Shanahan was just calling McDaniel's running plays, and that's why the 49ers <laughs> running game was so good. Oh, really? That's what's... Talk in the town. All right. Rumor has it. All those coaching, the coaching trees are very interesting. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it's such a small sample size, so it's like, I don't know how you can really take anything from it so far. So, a big game for us in Thursday Night Football. If you have any questions, drop them in the comments. Good luck to you in your prop bets and your daily fantasy. We'll see you guys next time. Have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Bye.